this concept was not appreciated amongst all of the other firework stand owners because we completely went against the grain and we aggressively stood out amongst all of the other firework stands. Hey, you're listening to The Shiro Show, home to authentic conversations about business, marketing, and the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. I'm Kelsey, your host and founder of Shiro's. After spending some time being undervalued as a nine to fiver, I left my job, got gritty, and built a thriving business that used to only exist in my Pinterest dreams. And now I'm going to teach you how to do the same with the tried and trusted strategies I've used to build my business. Think of this podcast as free business school where you can steal my MBA knowledge to get effective and applicable business tips without the huge price tag. Each week, you'll learn from myself and trusted guest experts that will help you scale your business without sacrificing your life in the process. So grab a coffee or a glass of wine and let's get ready to dive in. Hello, welcome back to The Shiro Show. I'm so excited for today's episode and to share with you my story of launching my business. March 8th is the anniversary of our rebrand to Shiro's. So what better way than today to celebrate and take a little look back at the journey it took to get here. Gathering information and reflecting back to put the content of this episode together was so cathartic. It was a really good reminder of how important it is to look back at how far you've come and really celebrate your success. All right, you ready to hear how a firework stand called Titty Titty Bang Bang launched me into my marketing career? Let's dive in. Creative, risky decisions and independence have dominated my actions pretty much since I came out of the womb. My parents have told me that I would demand to put on my own diaper and I would end up walking around with it backwards because I wouldn't let them help me. I was and still am very much so Miss Independent. Also, when I was younger, I really loved anything to do with the arts. Painting, writing, drawing, playing with my imagination, with my Barbies, making my brother dress up Barbies and play with them together. That was literally what ruled my life. In fact, my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Shavers, was still using my creative writing essay about my first horse, Beauty, as an example for the entire class 20 years later. On that same note about my horse, one of my favorite things to do with my horse was going as fast as I can around the arena and doing something called a sliding stop, which is when the horse tucks its butt underneath him. My horse was a him and his hind feet will slide while he walks with his front feet as far as he can until he comes to a full on halt. It kind of feels like when you're on a really fast roller coaster and then it stops super fast, except for you're in control and you can prepare for the immediate stop. Talking about this really gets me excited and I need to get back in the saddle. I'm like, getting giddy just thinking about it. Anyways, all of these things I feel like has literally destined me for entrepreneurship. When I was eight years old, 
I built a lemonade stand with my dad and painted it and made lemonade literally every single weekend with my brother. We would sit at the bottom of our driveway and people would stop and buy lemonade for 50 cents. And most of them would like give us a dollar because they didn't, who cares, 50 cents. And what you're all waiting for, when I was 17, my family wanted to rebrand our firework stand. It was called Jared and Kelsey's Go Big or Stay Home. And so we renamed it to Titty Titty Bang Bang. Why? Because that year, my grandma had dedicated her Susan G. Komen three-day breast cancer walk to me and my generation of women. And my parents, like I said, wanted to change the name. So I came up with the idea because it meant so much to me that my grandma had really dedicated her entire year of training in the finale of the three-day, 20-mile 60 miles total walk to me. I wanted to paint our fireworks stand pink and donate a portion of the proceeds to my grandma and her walking team, which is called Kindred Spirits. So I've got to say <laughs> that this concept was not appreciated amongst all of the other firework stand owners because we completely went against the grain and we aggressively stood out amongst all of the other firework stands. To give you an example of what some of the other firework stands names were, they like Boom City, Big Boys Toys, um, phantom. They all have to do with like explosions or something like that. And I guess ours does too, but in a very roundabout way. <laughs> so it went over like gangbusters with our customers. People came to us and like pointed us out of the crowd of like 20 to 30 firework stands every single year because they had friends and or family members who had been affected by cancer. We got to share our brand story with them, why we were doing what we were doing. And as a result of that, we built a really loyal customer base. People have been coming back to us for six plus years now, and the rebrand increased our sales by 26% from the year prior. And it was just, just what we needed. It was great. This was the first time that I could really link my creative idea to success and I got a taste and it was addicting. The transition from a firework stand rebrand to social media marketing had a pretty natural transition I feel like because I grew up with social media networking platforms. I was on MSN Messenger. I was spending hours editing my MySpace profile and custom coding it when I was in sixth grade. I had a my first digital camera and I was taking selfies and plugging in a cord to download my photos to my computer. 
Instagram hit the app store. I think when I was probably a freshman in high school and I posted my first picture thinking that it was a photo editing app. And so when I finally realized what Instagram was, I had to go back and delete all of the first images that I uploaded because I had no idea what I was doing. But all that to say, I was on all of the platforms that I could possibly be on. And I would spend hours on hours figuring them out when I was just a teenager. They really intrigued me and I eventually saw the potential to use them for business. From here, I went on to grow my own health and wellness focused Instagram account that would post recipes and workouts. I grew a local community blog by 2,000 followers in just five months of managing it. I created digital ads for home builders and was growing their following in one of my first jobs. And then I directed a company-wide lip dub that showcased new areas of a $20 million renovation project. And that ultimately started a trend for other casino properties. I was working at a casino at the time, other casino properties to do this as well. And it was just such a fun project to work on. I pitched my first freelance marketing proposal in 2016, fresh out of college. I was feeling pretty audacious. I built a website during that same time that showcased my portfolio of achievements, like a two-week advertising campaign that increased website traffic by 2,500 people or a grand opening event that had 70 attendees that was just completely from organic social. And I continued to pitch my services without any real consistent interest, honestly. Like I would get told no, I was so nervous. I would go into meetings and I would completely pit out because I was so nervous about, you know, what I was doing and what I was pitching. And finally, I had enough of the nine to five and I decided that it was really time to launch full speed ahead into my business in 2018. And this was a result of feeling underappreciated and my efforts at my nine to five job were not being recognized with appropriate compensation. Unfortunately, I had shared my feelings with my manager and general manager many times and no efforts were made to keep me. And believe it or not, this is actually kind of funny. My manager had come into my office after I had shared that I was thinking about leaving. He came into my office and he was crying to me about not wanting me to leave. And still, even with all that emotion, nothing was done, which is crazy. I knew that I was meant for more and I wanted to impact more people. And so I really just put my foot on the gas to get my business up and running. I finalized my logo and sent out my very first proposal under my business name in July of 2018. I was able to secure that client and went on to secure another client in September of the same year. 
And these two clients replaced my nine to five income. And so I quit my job in October of 2018. This was probably the most incredible and invigorating thing to launch out at my own at just 24 years old. It felt like 12-year-old Kelsey sprinting to the end of the arena on my horse for a sliding stop in a reigning competition, and then hearing the announcer say that I got a perfect score of 70 to win the class. I launched into my business truly without a backup plan. I didn't have that much money saved up in my bank account, which meant I really had to make this work. There was no other option in my mind because I knew that I wouldn't be happy working under somebody else. And also I wanted to do my business in my own way and on my own terms. And for clients who have businesses that I genuinely believe in and feel passionate about helping. I've learned a lot since 2018 and those lessons will have to be saved for future episodes. But one thing that I will say here is that entrepreneurship is not for everybody. It is one of the hardest things that I have ever done. I cannot count on both hands the number of times that I have wanted to give up. I've been this close to throwing in the towel in December of 2020. But the most rewarding part of entrepreneurship is pushing through the challenges to come out on the other side successful. Because if you believe in yourself, you seriously are capable of anything. It's challenging your limits and proving to yourself that you can actually do it. That feeling is so addicting and I honestly just can't get enough of it. I feel like I was bred to be an entrepreneur. A little background of my personality, I'm an Enneagram 8, so I love a good challenge. I'm also an Aquarius, and based on an article in the New York Post, we're considered to be the trailblazers of the zodiac signs. So those two things paired together is a pretty good combination for an entrepreneur, if I do say so myself. And with all of the experience that I've had and just the quirky, unique traits that I have, I have been able to continually rise to the occasion to support my clients with ingenious marketing solutions. It's been my absolute pleasure and honor to support hundreds of business owners, and I cannot wait to continue to do just that in 2022 and sequential years. One of the components of my vision for 2022 was to fully encompass the unapologetic badassery of Titty Titty Bang Bang, not just for myself, but for my clients. I'm excited to see the impact of this for our clients' businesses and for you, our awesome community. If you've made it to this point, thank you for tuning in and listening to our story. I have a special gift for you to celebrate our one year rebrand anniversary. To claim it, all you have to do is DM me the word Shiro on Instagram at wearesheroes, and I am going to send you a little surprise and a token of appreciation. And also, we are looking for guests to have on our show. So if you would like to share your expertise and your wisdom on our podcast, 
we have an application form linked in the description. We are super excited to start having interviews on our podcast and we need awesome guests like yourself. If you're not already, make sure that you are hanging out with us on Instagram for all the businessy and marketing content. Until next time, my friends, have a great week and we will see you on Instagram.